Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have this Leslie Zwick, a holistic whole body life coach and founder of Getting Healthy with Leslie, who's dedicated to helping you to break free from the negative voices inside your head and so you can achieve your goals with her unique approach to habit changing. Leslie identifies and helps you to overcome that that drunk monkey, that voice you get stuck with and creates these bad habits. Oh, fantastic. Leslie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Pleasure to have you here. So, hey, can you expand a little bit more on where you are today with your business and who is it that you'd love to work with? Absolutely. So I have been coaching for... Uh, almost seven or about seven and a half years. I started in March of 2016. That seems like forever ago. Um, And I started actually in the weight loss and wellness industry as a coach. Um, And I came in with my own journey. So I came in seven and a half years ago. I was 75 pounds overweight. We were drowning in debt. Um, Emotionally, Mm. I was not in a good place at all. Um, Zero confidence. I I have three kids. They were, you know, much younger at the time, seven and a half years younger. And um, I had no energy to take care of my own kids. And I was just in a really bad place. And I woke up one morning and looked in the mirror and said, I can't continue to live like this. And I knew that something had to change. And so I started my own physical health journey. And I had done Mm -hmm. that before. I lost the weight before. This was not my first time. You know, I've always, I've, for most of my adult life, I had struggled with weight. And I was on the upswing at this point. And I, that was where I started. So I started first by getting myself physically healthy. And as I started this process, I did it differently this time around. And I really started to focus on not just that number on the scale, because that means very little, but really about why I wanted to be healthy and what that meant to me. And as I started to do that, I started peeling back the layers of really who am I in here, inside of Mm. here. We all have this flame inside of us that's burning and it's burning really bright, but stuff happens in life that we bury that flame and we don't put it out. It never gets extinguished. As long as we're living, it never gets extinguished, but it gets buried and we tend to ignore it. And I got to a point where I said, I need to peel off the layers and start finding that. And so through my, my journey, I started peeling that back and I started doing that very quickly. I lost 75 pounds in the course of seven months. And while I was doing it though, it wasn't about the weight loss. I mean, it was some, but it was really about who am I? And that was what made the difference this time. And people started reaching out to me saying, what are you doing? They had seen me lose the weight before, but my 
whole demeanor, my confidence, everything in my yeah. life started changing. And I decided I was going to pay it forward and I was going to start helping other people do the same thing. So I started in the weight loss and wellness industry, coaching people. And over the last seven and a half years, I've helped a lot of people lose a whole lot of weight, which has been great. Um, but as I went into this journey, people came, started coming to me saying, okay, we love what you do weight loss, but I don't need the weight loss. That's not, that's not what I need. I really need the mindset pieces of what you're talking about. And in the beginning, I had the major imposter syndrome of who am I to create a mindset coaching program? There, oh, hold on, you, you've yep. already gone through that journey before. So, been overcoming that and working through, and now have people say, oh, can, "Can you help me with this?" There's an outreach, there's a desire, and then to superimpose your beliefs of who am I to do this? What you mean? The one thing they're asking you to do, the one thing that actually moves the needle. It sounds it crazy. But it sounds absolutely crazy, but it makes no sense, but it's real. It is a very real feeling. When I first started in weight loss coaching and I would have clients and I would get on my weekly client calls with them. And I was so nervous to call them thinking to myself, who am I to help them actually lose weight? Cause I've struggled with this my whole life. And I would pace before I would call every mm. one of them because in my head, I was still, it was, it was completely an imposter syndrome thing of who am I to help them? And I would have to go through that process. They hired me. They asked me to do this. Yeah. So somehow they see something in me. This was a whole conversation that would go through my head. And I got over it with the weight loss piece because I was, after I coached however many people, finally it clicked that, okay, I'm, I, I can do this <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and I can really help people do this. But it went through the same process again when people were asking about the mindset coaching, because yeah. again, who am I to do this? Yes, I've done it for myself and I'm doing it in the weight loss world, but, and, and this is very real. So we all see this, it, things pop up in cycles and we have to work mm -hmm. through layers of this. And it was just the next layer. And so I went through that for a while. And a few years ago, all of a sudden I said, you know what, enough people have asked me, I can do this. And so I did, I started building a platform for doing, for doing the mindset coaching. I had been working with coaches myself. I knew how to do this. I knew all the, you know, I knew what I was doing in my life and what I was coaching my weight loss and wellness clients to do. I just needed to tweak the message a little bit to help guide people differently. And so I launched the mindset coaching a few years ago. Um, and I've always been into energy work. And for a long time, I kept the two things very separate. This was, you know, one and the energy was over here, but the truth is it's all in the same. We yeah. are all energy and our emotions are energy and our mindset is energy. And when you start to shift that energy, that's when you can make huge shifts in your life. And about two years ago, I started getting into some energy work. And first it started again for me and for my family. Um, I have a son who struggles with some learning challenges and I wanted to find some ways, some natural ways to help him. And so I got involved in, in testing some of those things and started using them with him, started using them with, I have a daughter who struggles with some, some anxiety, started using it with her, started using it, you know, and seeing what it was doing for our family. And then I quietly mm. started whispering to some of my weight loss and wellness clients who had been with me for a long time, because those are the ones. And I was like, okay, they'll trust any, you know, whatever I say, they'll, they'll, they'll be my guinea pigs. And so I quietly started saying, Hey, can we test, can I test some of this with you? Sure. You know, sure. Absolutely. And so I started doing that and they started seeing different changes also in their, in their lives and how it shifted them. And I was like, okay, this works. And everything that I've done, I've had to test. And then I'm a firm believer that everything falls into our lap exactly when we need it. And through this 
some other modalities started dropping into my lap exactly in the right time that opened me up to saying, okay, there's more modalities that I can use doing energy work and helping people shift even faster and change even faster. So I went and I got certified in emotion code and in body code. Um, and in the process, I, I officially got certified as a mindset coach. Um, and I got certified or I'm finishing up my certification right now. I'm almost done with it in another technique called the cellular alignment technique, um, Mm. that helps people shift very quickly and it's all doing the energy work. So I combine the mindset piece with the energy piece, um, to help people get their shifts as quickly as possible, go from A to Z. Um, what, you know, what I do with clients in minutes and hours is things for a lot of people take days, weeks, months, and years, and some people never make those shifts and we can make them very quickly with the combination of the things that I do, which is really, really fun. So there's, there's a lot of sort of patterns with your, your, your career, how you've evolved with picking up these, these modalities, trying it for yourself, that little whisper of, can I, can I try it with you? And having the whisper back saying, Hey, can you help me with this? There are all these sort of nods and winks from the universe sort of being sort of dropped in your lap. Um, and sometimes I think that can be really overwhelming to know what to do. You've just ended your, your sort of introduction with all the certifications. And whilst they are fantastic and beautiful modalities, I wonder how much of that is I need the certification to be considered an expert. There is something in holding these titles, these accreditations, all these things as see, look, see, rather than, you know, what, I'm fucking amazing at what I do. And here's the results I've had with myself and, and these people. So whilst that may not be a hundred percent the thing for you, how much oh, there's something there. There's definitely a piece of it there. Um, you know, and, and that, that gives me that knowledge of, okay, I do know what I'm doing because I've gotten certified in it. So it gives yeah. that boost of self-confidence. And I think we all need that boost of self-confidence somewhere of, okay, I know this, I've, I've finished through this, I've passed through that. And I've seen, you know, as I've started certifications, I don't know what I'm, I can't do this. Right. And then as soon as I start to, I'm like, oh, I actually can do this. Um, and I do understand this. And then I get the nods from, you know, from all over places like, okay, this really works, you know, and this really helps us. And, um, and so it's some of that, we all need that. We all need that little bit of from somewhere that pat on the back of, okay, you're going down the right road. Mm. Um, this is, you know, this, this can definitely help you or yeah, you know what, what you're doing. And you know, that, that little boost of self-confidence is, is pretty big. Deal. Okay. So we've, we've spoken so much about your uh, collecting the modalities, you building up what it is and how you help people through experience, through uh, different accreditations, do all these different methodologies which is great. That's the thing that you you get to do. But oh my gosh, being a business owner and as you said, you with you sort of shifting and moving and adapting, that fulfillment, that's only one part of it, which can be take up so much room. Whereas the whole business side of things with, you know, to shift and pivot with your marketing, to look at the different changes in, in audiences that come through. What's, what's that side like when you're battling with you know, as you hit the next level, it's like, oh, hey, imposter syndrome, old friend, how are you doing? And then you hit another <laughs> level, it's like, hey, you're showing up again. What is that like for you as a as a business owner to be going through this outside of the you know fulfillments? It's an interesting dynamic. So, uh, you know, first, what I had to figure out what to do was who am I really talking to, and mm. what do I want to say, and not be afraid 
of saying it, right? I want to help as many people as I possibly can. That has always been my, my mission is to help as many people as I can possibly help. And so actually somebody just called me out on this yesterday. We were talking about this and he said, you're playing too small, right? By keeping mm. your message broader, you're playing way too small because you're afraid you're going to hurt somebody and you might not fit into what they want, but you don't need to fit into what everybody else wants. And that was really eye-opening to me. So I've really had to focus on what's my main goal. What am I really trying to do? And as a business, you know, I can't do it all. And that has been mm -hmm. over the last few months. I've really, I've really had to work through that because with the energy work that I do, I really can help a huge broad number of people but I had a mom who came to me who wanted me to help help her son with some medical things that could my energy work do it? Yeah, it can. But that's not what I want to be doing. That's not that's not where I want to be. And in the beginning, I would used to say, sure, I can help you. And then I realized after doing that with a couple of people, yes, I can help you. But that's not I need to find somebody else to let me send you to somebody else that I know that that's what they focus on because I need to start focusing over here on. So what was the, what was that driver? What was that almost the control that was like, okay, maybe I should, maybe I could. What was that little, you talk about the voices, the, the drunk yeah. monkey in your head. That's it in full effect for yourself personally. Absolutely. We'll, we'll go through this. What is it that almost makes you do you can call it the, the dumb decisions or the, the re regressing back into oh that was old leslie that was the old business owner what, what's going on there so i think some of that is the self-confidence when somebody steps up and says you know this person because that the person i'm thinking of came to me as a referral from somebody who i've worked mm. with so and so spoke so highly of you and she said you could help me and you could help my son right so that's that boost of self-confidence and you know, that is a piece of it where, okay, mm. they think, you know, they know I can help them that. Yeah. And, and as a new business owner, or as, as a reframing my business, when I was, when I was really starting to grow this part of my business, my weight loss and wellness business has been very good. And that stayed where it was. But as I was trying to branch into this new piece, also thinking of the finances, oh, well, this could kick me off. This is going to bring in some extra money, you know, and as, as a mm. business owner, that's a piece of it. Oh, well, I've got someone who wants to pay me my, you know, my full asking price for me to, to do this. And I had to step back and say, yeah, they're willing to pay me my full asking price, but this isn't where I want to be. And that came back to the beginning where I said about mm. that spark inside of us, right? Peeling back that layer, those layers. And I really had to do a lot of that lately. Who is that? What is that spark? Who is that true me in here? What is my role right now? Not that my role can't change at some point, but what is the role that's going to peel back that layer and let my light shine the, the strongest right now? And that's what I've had to shift and start making my guiding light um, mm. instead of, well, so-and-so said you could help me, you know, okay, that's great. Let me, and I've learned, let me pass you to this person who I really think also has some amazing skills and this is more in their in their wheelhouse and I'm gonna stay over and, and stay in my lane. Um and that's been a big piece as a as a business owner is really deciding what is my lane. You know, not trying to weave in and out in all these different lanes, but, but what's gonna be my lane. With that, there's mm -hmm. two angles there. There's the crumbs, the identity that you hold, who you are, who you're becoming. And then there's the business challenge. So there's two Let's call it identities because if we personify the business, okay, we have two, we have two entities, you and your business. So as you evolve as the, as, as this leader, 
growing into this new level, this new environment, the way you coach, how you coach, who you coach, until you're in that next level, you're kind of in between. And it's so easy for these these voices to sort of kind of come in into play, especially with a business like yours, which is so much based on it's come from how you help yourself and your family. Yeah. So it's so personal. There's so much desire to help, which could often be that's where the voices come. It's like, but I can help. I want to help everyone. So right. probably why your marketing for so long was so general that it didn't mm-hmm. help. It didn't pinpoint. But if I don't want to put people off, we wish we could help everyone. You probably can help everyone. However, you try and help everyone, you help no one. You try and speak to everyone, you speak to no one. There's all these the, the exactly. buzzwords with yep. marketing, but it's absolutely, it's, absolutely it's kind of true. So as you evolve, as you've kind of grown and you step into this, this new identity, and maybe you're in between the next one right now, what do you find from a from a business perspective is this challenge that you never saw coming? But oh shit, I see this now and this is this is a new area. What what's that at, at this new level? Um well it's it's some of it is my self-worth as I'm starting to re, you know really put value on what I mm. do, starting to say, wow, people are gonna actually be willing to pay me this kind of money to, <laughs> to do what I do. Um, you know, and so that that piece of it that um, that's probably the biggest, the biggest one as I come into this identity of what I really, what my gifts really are. I mean, we are all, we all come into this world with amazing gifts and mm. oftentimes we don't know what they are. And it's come from a lot of places over the last few months of people pulling me aside and saying, here are, here's what I see. And I keep hearing the same things over and over and over again of this is your gift. And really this concept of stop playing so small. Um, you're playing too small because you have gifts that you're not really using. Again, it goes back to trying to help everyone means I'm not really helping anyone or very few people, or I'm, mm. I'm playing small with safe. I have my regular people that always come to me that anytime I put anything out there, they say I'm in, but and that's great, but I've been helping those same people for a really long time. So it's how stop mm. playing so small, get my message out there so I can help a lot more people. So playing it yeah. small for you personally, big question. What are you avoiding? It's fear. It's fear of, it's, it's fear of, I think it's more fear of success than fear of failure. Um, because we all know failure, like, honestly, that's drunk monkey. When you were talking about drunk monkey, drunk monkey is that old voice, the voice of the past that keeps Mm. us in that spot because it's trying to keep us safe. The drunk monkey isn't bad. The drunk monkey's number one job is to keep us safe. That's what our thinker brain does. And so it gives us partial truths to keep us staying exactly where we are because it's afraid all those what ifs, what if I am successful? Well, what are the challenges that are gonna come with that? Can I face this? I know these challenges here. I know what it's like mm. to struggle with money. I know what it's like to you know, struggle with weight. I know what it's like to struggle with these things and they stink, but I know how to handle this, right? Where I don't know how to handle over here in the future version of yourself. I don't know how to handle the the, the challenges that are going to come up over here. So that's that drunk monkey voice. So it's it's not the fear of I'm not going to be successful. I know how to handle that. It's the fear of well, what comes next if I'm actually successful? When we talk so about the area class, that you are an expert that can coach and guide people through is like I've got this down to a T. I I 
of course you still feel it and still hear it but you know everything you need to do physically emotionally mentally energetically to manage yourself yeah it's like cool but over here there's a whole other aspect it's like i don't know this you probably know some theory you probably know the, the probably logically you you know all the reasons for over there as well however this isn't your wheelhouse this isn't your superpower so it shows that we're all battling different different mm -hmm. elements right Yep. And as a coach, I get coached, you know, as a coach, I have people that help me that call me out that that help take me through the process. And it's, it has definitely changed a lot for me as I'm starting to clear through some of this imposter syndrome as it's coming, you know, as I'm starting to go through the processes. And that's where I come up with as I create new new things to work with mm. clients on their processes that I've taken myself through. And, Hold on. Or, yeah. So this yeah. This challenge right now that you're going through in the moment, the fear of mm -hmm. success, the imposter syndrome at this next level. Yep. I'm going to put 10 bucks down, but this is what you're going to be helping people with in maybe a couple months, six months, a year's time. Add it on yep. to what you do. Right. Try it now. Like it's my new course yeah. that I'm building is all about this. Like, I, I, you know, it's all about, I put together the acronym of shift. Like that's what we're all trying to do is shift, right? Shift stands for the S is seek change. That's the first thing we have to do. We have to decide that we want to, that we want, or that we're that we're tired of where we are, but we have to want it. It has to come from in here. It can't be that external, right? So our mm. internal flame is our inspiration. That flame from outside is motivation, and motivation never lasts. That flame goes out, right? So you have to really want the change. And then the H is you have to have a plan. You have to have a you know know what you're going to do. Have a plan. Mm. And then I is initiate the, that action. You have to start taking an action step. Teeny tiny, but some sort of action step. F is the key in this. Without the F, you're in trouble. F is face your fears. What are, and not just surface level fears. And this is, I work with clients to really dig deep to find what are those fears at the core that they don't ever want to admit. That what the, all the stuff of the drunk monkey, not that it's screaming loudly, but it's yeah. whispering. You don't even want to hear the F is face your fears. And then you get the T, you get to transform. And so, but that transformation can't come without that facing that fears and moving that out. Without the F, you just have shit. You're stuck, you're hurt, you're insecure, and you're trapped, right? So you have to do that piece. And so I've been doing that with myself. You know, these are all actions that I do and really digging deep. And I have mm. a coach that helps me really dive in and face what those things are. And everything is connected together. So fears that hold you in one place, and this is what I love with my habit finder assessment that I offer to people, is we see how they're all connected. So where someone struggles with weight, and it's it's all the same stuff. They don't want to, why do people, most people keep, put their weight back on after they've lost their weight? Because they battled with it for so long, they don't know how to stay healthy. Because what am I going to worry about if I don't have to worry about keeping my weight off anymore? Mm. So there are so many things. What am I going to have? What's that next piece? What I was saying before, you've got the drunk monkey and you got the future version of yourself. And that drunk monkey is terrified of all the what ifs that I don't know are over there. What if I actually stay healthy for a long time? What if my business is actually successful? Then what do I do? What are the challenges that are going to come up from it? So all those things tie in and that's where that facing those fears are. We got to dive in. And as you grow, continue to face that next level of fears that come up because there's going to be more and more and more and more. And they're all tied together. Old stuff, old relationship patterns, old everything. It's all one and the same. We might think it's business or we might think it's physical health or we might think it's emotional health. It's all the same. And it all mm. steps from the same things. Um, 
And we, we figure out as we start to play through how they're intertwined and how it's feeding the other things, you know, how one place is feeding something else. Fantastic. Hey, Leslie, thank you so much for sharing and going through in detail, all of these different journeys that we all go through. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. It's been, it's been so much fun to dig through these concepts. My pleasure. <laughs> and hey, look, if people find out, share away. If people want to find out more about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? So they can, um, they can find me on Facebook. Leslie Weisswick is my, is my Facebook. Um, and if you want, if they want to take my free habit finder assessment, um, so there's a free habit finder assessment and a debrief. The debrief is where the gold is. So if you take the assessment, you're gonna, you're not going to understand what it means. So for sure, sign up for that, de- that, that debrief. And you can do that at understandyourhabits.com. Um, and it takes about 10 minutes or so to, to do the assessment. And then you sign up for a 60 minute debrief and we're going to go through and piece those things together. Um, and I also have a, um, subscription-based community where I'm teaching all of these things. My shift course that is in the process of being written is going to be part of that community. Um, and I have several other courses that are in the process of being written that are all going to go in there. That's going to be part of that community. And we do group coaching in there every week where I help people actually start to do this um, and work through those pieces as a group, um, different topics every week. And, and they're all, all the old ones are in there. So people can go back and watch and do the exercises that are done in each, in each one. And so if there's a certain category or a certain topic in the, in the group that they want to go back and find where we've done a, a session on it, they can watch that. Um, and so that is at restart, reset, reset, rebuild, restore.com. They can go in and, and get to that, or they can get it all, get to everything at lesliezwick.com. It's all, it's all connected, but they have the, the separate websites. Super stuff. Well, everyone, if you're curious or like, hell yeah, sounds amazing. Please go and check it out. But Leslie, thank you so much for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. This was fun. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. See you next time. Bye.